You are listening to the Gromart Podcast. We've been really focused on formulating and engineering a diesel fuel that is right for our customers. Featuring experts in agriculture. We're helping our customers decide when's a good time to sell, when's a good time to merchandise that grain so that they can make a profit. And other system news. It's very important to the Gromark system to encourage the future of agriculture. The Gromark Podcast starts now. Welcome to the Gromark Podcast. I'm Amy Bradford, Corporate Communications Manager, and we're talking today with Blake Roderick from the Pike and Scott County Farm Bureaus about the flood of 1993. 25 years ago is when all that devastation happened, Blake. Talk to us about what you remember about that time and um, how you and your farmers were involved. Yeah, it's hard to believe it's 25 years and uh, describe uh, that, that time when I, what I remember, it was hot and humid and rainy and wet and absolutely miserable. Uh, but we, uh, we put a lot of work in over uh, about a three, four week period, uh, beginning really on the 4th of July weekend. And uh, you know to shore up levees, build up the build up the levees, and try to keep the Mississippi and the Illinois River floodwaters from devastating our farmland. Right, and from what I've looked back at, um, you know, kind of the data involved in that fifteen billion dollars worth of property damage over the course of the summer, May through October, um, you know, thirty-two deaths. Uh, some characterize it as the worst U.S. disaster um, ever in history. Um, and, you know, just thousands of acres of farmland, probably hundreds of thousands of acres, you know, destroyed. Um, and, you, you know, you mentioned the, the preparation of showing up the levees and stuff like that. Um, what then was that successful? Well, you know, the, uh, the Snow Island levee uh, drainage district in, in western Pike County along the Mississippi River was one of those that lost a portion of its land. They had about 44,000 acres uh, that were flooded. And, I, and I'm, I'm sure that was the, the largest amount in any one drainage district that, that was flooded. The village of Hull was flooded. But we also, you know, we had uh, on, the, on the Scott County side, a portion of Scott County was flooded because of a levee in Greene County broke that was kind of covers both counties and uh, that's as far north as the flooding went on the Illinois River but basically everything south of Scott County on the Illinois River and basically everywhere on the Mississippi River except some some drainage districts that were 500 year levees or luckily some of them that were uh, less than less than 100 year were survived because of hard work of the people uh, but yeah, it, it, it was a very, very big disaster. It was a major disaster in, in, uh, in Illinois because I think they had the, the bulk of the, of the ag land that was flooded. But you, you know, you have to remember it was Mississippi River, Illinois River, the Missouri River, the rivers in Iowa. Uh, all those rivers were just were, were out, of, out of control because of, uh, because of all those heavy rains and, and the, uh, in the Corn Belt during uh, basically June June and July of 1993. So um, I'm sure that you had farmer members who were impacted by that. Um, and I've read a little bit about what it takes to recover from something like that. And you're often not going to be able to farm your land for a couple of years. Uh, you have that experience? Yeah, and we, I've coined the phrase a PFSD, post-flood stress disorder. It still affects people. You know, when the, the thunder claps or you get a heavy rain and, or there's a weather report of, of uh, you know, a flood warning on the, on the river, 
people, it, it, I mean, it, it brings out some emotions in them that uh, I don't know if you ever recover from it. Um, the farmland, the next year, they were producing crops like they normally do. Uh, they didn't have any place to live, but they were, you know, they were back on the farm, but they were producing crops back. So the land, the land recovered uh, rapidly from it. Um, the, I think that the, the, the big takeaway from, from the flood of 93 was the, the, the outpouring of support that uh, people across the state, really across the nation, and even to some extent across the world, showed uh, for folks along, along the river, uh, those who farm along the river, not just in Pike County, but I know that was down in southern Illinois and you know Randolph and, and Monroe and up north in Mercer and Hancock and Adams County and both sides of the river and the Illinois River. People really turned out to help and, and to work. Um, I think that our area uh, benefited from, um, you know, some of the heightened awareness of the flood because, you know, the first part of July there were levees bursting, uh, you know, uh, breaching and, and overtopping up, uh, I think, up the Rock River and in northern northern Illinois, and they, you know, they they felt like dominoes as the month went on. Uh, but I, I think people generally wanted to get out and help, and, and they did. I mean, we had people throughout the uh, the Farm Bureau family were, and I think that's a story that that uh, your folks need to hear. The Gromark people, the, the customers, about how the FS companies at the time really, really came through for you know for our uh, our members, our farmers, and in, in the area. Of course, I was dealing with the uh, Pike County Service Company and Scott County Service Company. We didn't have all the mergers uh, 25 years ago that we do now. Um, but the people, a lot of the same people are there. And, you know, those those folks got just jumped right in and they took a job and they delivered fuel and they delivered supplies to the folks on, on the levees to help out and um, moved moved people around, moved, moved uh, sandbags around, did the things that need to be done. Not only that, but we had we had folks from the the FS companies from out from throughout Illinois, showing up down at the river to help. And on our portion of the river, I remember folks from uh, McLean, DeWitt, and Sangamon, and, and some of those some of those areas that just you know got on 36 or 72 and and, and came west and, and helped us out. And we will will forever uh, indebted to them for the work that they did. So you think about that and um, how you mobilize a force like that and how you use everybody in a way. How, what do you remember about that? I would say it was organic. It just it just sort of grew as the need grew and and people showed up you and they want to help and we'd send them somewhere and before long, especially if they were farmers, they were in charge of something. I mean, those, those people, farmers knew how to work. Farmers know how to work and, and our farmers... They gave them. They gave them management jobs. You know that that okay. This this uh, crew needs to do be doing this. Help them get going on it. Whether it be um, National Guard people or uh, or corrections uh, uh, inmates who were working, we'd put farmers in charge, and they would you know they they would they would get that that crew whomever that crew was uh, people from the city that wanted to come down and help didn't have any idea what they were getting themselves into, but they knew they wanted to help. And, and these farmers and the people who work for FS, they got down there and, and, uh, and really helped organize it. And I remember that there were um, sandbag filling events. Yes, we had, uh, we had several of them. I, I know my experience was I, I, over the 4th of July weekend, I worked down at one section of the levee filling sandbags, and it was hot and it was humid and there were snakes and there was bugs and it was sunburn. 
And I said, I really need to be doing something else. <laughs> I'm not made for this. Mm -hmm. uh, so we started a sandbagging operation in Pittsfield and uh, at the high school. And I don't know how many, you know, a couple, three million bags of sandbags we had done before before we, we, we stopped operations at the end of July. But it was, it was the best thing for people who really wanted to help. They, they'd come to help. They'd come to help fill sandbags. They weren't down at the river in the way. They weren't down at the river in danger, you know, in, 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 potentially in danger. And they were able to help for a day or two. Uh, some came back every weekend, you know, for about three weekends and, and helped do uh, fill sandbags, which was absolutely great. And, I, I, you know, there's no way we could thank everybody mm -hmm. at all. We... We tried going to the different, after the flood, going to different county farm bureaus and different businesses from around that, that helped us out and, you know, uh, presented plaques and whatnot at their annual meetings, thanked them for, for either sending people or sending supplies, straw, mm -hmm. sandbags, uh, John boats, uh, four, three-wheelers. We were using three-wheelers back then because, they, they, you know, the gators were brand new. So, but, uh, yeah, we uh, were very appreciative of the, of the help. That came from the Farm Bureau family, especially from from FS and Girlmark. Yeah, I know that there's some employees now who were in high school at the time that were involved in the sandbagging events, and and they have fond memories of that, and that they were able to contribute, you know, something as well. So, uh, you're really right. The the collaboration and the cooperation among the family of companies um, is something that really is is amazing to see. Yeah, and and that. You know that family uh, that that we have that we're so lucky it's been built up over the last hundred hundred years uh, plus, uh, really really shown during that summer of 1993 all up and down the Illinois and Mississippi rivers. Um, people have connections. You know it's a Farm Bureau connection, it's an FS connection, it's a country connection. We all know each other, and we're able to make a call. And well, I can't do that, but maybe this can. And then all of a sudden we've you know, we've got a crew down there working and, and helping out, or we've got supplies showing up that, that we needed in a, in a bad way. Um, I think that I uh, recall that you have a little bit of national notoriety about this now, have been given some uh, interviews to NPR um, and for their StoryCorps um, segments. We're working with StoryCorps on, on doing some interviews with some of the folks from uh, the whole area that was flooded. We think it's very important that the uh, that this oral history of the flood be uh, you know be recorded at some way. We probably should have done it sooner because there's so many of the folks who who uh, had a good story aren't with us anymore. You know, you know, from people who who lived in the area, people who who worked, and I, I think a one which a lot of a lot of the folks uh, like uh, will know Ron Tom Habe, who was general manager of. Uh, Pike's Pike County Service Company, and then uh, Two Rivers FS for several years. Uh, he was he was down there every day, and he mobilized his people to get out and work, and and brought a lot. I think it was it was. I, mean, I don't think I know it was because of Ron that we got a lot of help from from the FS folks across the state. Mm -hmm. But we're yeah we're attempting to do some oral history and what StoryCorps doesn't do, we're going to do it anyway. We're going to record some of this and and try to you know get it digitized and 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 we can store it. Uh, locally and then in the Library of Congress also.
Well, thanks a lot, Blake, for talking with us today. Um, people who are listening to the Growmark podcast can also keep their eyes out for the next issue of Source Magazine, which will uh, feature a feature an article with others um, in the in the Growmark system and the fam- family of companies uh, chronicling the 25th anniversary of the flood of 1993. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Growmark podcast. You can find other episodes on Podbean or on a supported podcast app.